Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, here's 93.7 at Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show. So far, you get the podcast at theticketfm.com. The show is sponsored, as always, by Gaina Trucking. You get their current job openings at gainatrucking.com. A lot of text coming in during the break about Indian trails. Yeah, I mean, I showed you pictures during the break right there. Beautiful. Yeah, he showed me that number 11. It's yeah. incredible beauty. Yep. If you're a Nebraskan, you should be very proud of Indian trails. Of course, I'm serious. I mean, I'm not, I mean, that's just beautiful Nebraska landscape. Speaking of that, Bird in Columbus, Texas, he yes. says, dude, you can't do these reviews on Mondays. I want to call in sick and drive to Beamer right now. Oh, Bird, just do it. Bird, Bird you, know, you got a cough today. Yeah. <laughs> a little cough. Bird, Bird you're he looking came a little, down, yeah, he looked a little looking pale. A little worn down. Look a little pale, Bird. You might need to take the day off. Get some sun. Get out in the sun. Um, yes. Yeah, that des- definitely sounds good. So, yeah, we covered a lot of ground in hour one. Uh, again, to reprise the Nebraska softball discussion, tip your cap to Ronda Ravel and her team. Cam Yabara, is that how you pronounce it? I believe you're right. Um, came up big at the plate. Uh, I think, yeah, she had the g- game-winning RBI late in that game against uh, – uh, Michigan? Yeah, against Michigan, number 23-ranked Michigan. They, 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 uh, so they won for the title there. yeah. Um, Nebraska's pitching has been excellent. It had to be excellent. They played three tight games up up there in East Lansing. They did, and brought home the hardware. I, I, I am I am legitimately happy for Ronda Ravel, the veteran coach who's been through a lot. Um, but I tell I'm telling you, she she was born to be a coach, and it's good to see that that kind of person have success. But also for the for the players, I mean, obviously for the players, um, they put together a nice run. They had an 18 game winning streak earlier this year, which was, which was probably the highlight of their season before this. <laughs> 18 game winning streaks probably got to be a pretty uh, yeah. big highlight. Yeah, um, I, I think for Ravel too, it's one of those things where it's it's good for her for confirmation for herself because they had a couple 
sluggish years the last two well, years, right? Yeah, she went through a tough period. Well, it's the fact that hey, you know, you still can coach. You, oh, you, yeah. you haven't. You can still connect with the players, right? Even with after you're getting, you know, she's been here for a long time. Uh-huh. Had the instance, you know, the stuff that affected the last two seasons, but now it's confirmation. I can still do this at a very high level. Well, here's what you wonder: Do you think? Do you, do you think? I'm effective. Well, ho- yeah. Hold on now. Do you think her confidence ever waned? I, I don't want to speak for her. Yeah, you don't know. I. It's very no. possible she never had doubts. You know, um, that it's very possible that she never asked herself that question. You know, um, but maybe she did. I don't know. Um, you have another topic in mind. I do. 402-464-5685. Call or text as always. Been reading some stuff from Scott Docterman of The Athletic recently. And, you know, this this would hurt Nebraska in terms of their chances of getting to a Big Ten championship, but it might be the best thing for the Big Ten. He has been mentioning that as soon as potentially next year, there, you know, he's putting it out there. This is, he says there's conversation about it, though, that the Big Ten – might consider doing away with divisions and just having the top two teams play for the conference title. Sip since 2014, the uh, the Big East is eight. Sorry, the East is eight and zero oh against the West in title games. There's only been a couple that have any been anywhere near close. A lot, lot of blowouts. Well, the last, last four year, have been Michigan just... killed Iowa this past year. Yeah. Killed them. Ohio State has killed. Wisconsin, Northwestern, teams like that, they've killed them. They've been, you know, some blowouts in, the, in that title game. It has not been tight. Where you could have maybe had a definitive, hey, this is a playoff play-in game. You win this game, if you're going to be, beat the second-ranked team in the Big Ten, that should almost solidify that you get into the playoff. Versus now, hey, it's just beating a, a, a average Big Ten West team. Does that solidify your spot in the playoff? What are your thoughts in terms of the, the concept, the idea of the Big Ten doing away with divisions a la the Big 12 and just doing the top two teams for the Big Ten Conference Championship? I'm hung up on something. Okay. What are you hung up on? If you get rid of divisions, what's your scheduling model? I think that the, the idea, the concept I have that Scott documented I, I know the concept. That was that you have three teams you play for sure every year. Three opponents annually. And he, he said for Nebraska it would be Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Iowa. That would be your three teams you play every year. And then what you would do is cycle through the other ten teams either every other year or two years on, okay. two years off. I'm, I got a little hang-up there. Why? Well, why do you think? I mean, there's a lot of reasons I have hang-ups there. I mean – the the potential for inequity, schedule inequity, is great, right? I mean, it's been that way right right now. Inequity in the <laughs> schedule. I mean, Iowa's had some easy schedules for the last couple of years. When Nebraska's been playing the gauntlet every year, they've played Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State all last season. So Doctorman proposes Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa for Nebraska. Nebraska's three teams they play every year for sure. Did, does, do they have to be in your division? No, they don't. I wouldn't think they would have to be in your division, would they? Not necessarily. Well, they don't even have divisions. Yeah, right. I mean, what am I talking about? Yeah, would they have to be in your region? I don't think so. You could – I – Well, you, so you want to keep the ones with the most tradition. Like, you know, you're going to have Wisconsin definitely play Iowa and Minnesota, and then the third team – Northwestern is, is it, probably. Is it Michigan? Is it Northwestern? I don't know. 
I'm stuck on that. If I were an AD and we were in meetings, at Purdue, I'd have a hard time getting over that part. Who we play? You what, better what damn three teams well we get play. that right. Yep. That who the three teams that each team is going to play annually. I, I don't know what are, are we going and how often is that going to change? By the way, I mean, how flexible is that going to be? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, is that like a a five year contract here for that? If like, I can get over that part, I might. I understand what we're talking about here. Where right, we're talking about the reason we're even talking about it is because of the college football playoff. Yep. And how do you get? How do you make sure you get a team in there every year? Yeah, and we're talking about the possibility of expansion of the college football playoff, right? Well, even if not, if, if even if it does not expand, if you just keep it the way it is right now. And you want to make sure you want to make sure the Big Ten is represented. Well, guess what? If 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 in the championship game, a top five team ranked Ohio State team beats a top ten ranked Michigan team, mm-hmm. they're not missing out on the playoff. They got that final last big win again. They did it again. Okay, but, okay now then then the the natural question is, how do you regard the potential for a Michigan Ohio State rematch? Back to back, you mean? Now, yeah. Now, is that now? Some people would say, "Great, great, great rematch." I don't want to see a back to back week thing. Well, that's what you're. I, I know that that would, that would be that'd be bad. Well, would it be bad though? Because I I read you know when I saw this on your rundown, I did some research, and not everybody feels that would be bad. Weirds me out a little bit. Why? Um, it's just a rematch. It's a rematch for the Big yeah, Ten. Yeah, it's a rematch of the week before, though. I mean, it's ba- if if it's a rematch of something from earlier in the year, that's that's different. If it's the week, if it's back to back weeks of the same matchup, that's where I have an issue. Can that's I confess strange. something? Yeah, I hate it. I hate the. I hate the. I'm just trying to present both sides. I don't like the rematch possibility. I, I, the I game don't is the game. The game. They call it the game. They don't call it the games. <laughs> it's, it's the game. All right, once. No, no, no. I'm with you. I I don't like the idea of playing of 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 those teams playing twice. I don't. But well, I like. Okay, but then. I do like the idea. I mean, again, I know it hurts Nebraska because they're in the West, and the West is easier to win than the East. It's a that's a fact. It's easier to win the West than it is to win the East. Correct? Yes. The problem is the West has. If the West had won a couple of times, even a couple, if they're two and six. Maybe you don't even have the conversation, but they're zero and eight with several blowouts. Okay, so you're con- so you're concerned. I'm just pretending you're an AD and I'm an AD, and we're in a boardroom, and I'm trying to hear all you, I'm trying to hear all the ads out, and I'm listening to you. Yep. Is that your major concern? Is the imbalance? Yeah, well, yes. I'm not saying you you need to right now. You need to if they kept the West and the East, you don't need to flip the divisions up. The the West needs to perform better. The West. Well, why can't we just let it play out for a few years? Well, it's years? been eight years of misery for the West. It's Is it going to change? It's not misery. I don't feel misery. Here's what I like. like. Okay, and you could just say, oh, you're an old man, you're 55, and you don't want change. No, it's not that. I'm okay with change if it makes sense. But I will say this. I like the divisions. We're used to now Nebraska's been in the Big Ten for 11 years. Yeah, 11, 11 seasons. Years, yep. We're used to our divisions. We're building this sort of natural cohesiveness. We understand the division. And 
we're building rivalries and now we're just going to blow it up? I don't I don't understand. Would it, I mean, not blowing. I mean, you're just. Yeah, you're blowing it up. <laughs> what the, yeah, you're going to this weird schedule. I think it's working right you're now, You're going though. to what I regard as a strange scheduling model. It's although I guess the for East, the betterment of the, the conference's chances of making the playoff every year with no hesitation. I like the divisions. That scheduling model I can't get over that you're talking about, where you would have three annual opponents if you went if you if you whack the divisions and went one big Big Ten. So so people understand, Jake. We'll explain it to them. You would have three opponents you play every year, I guess, annually. All right. Each team would have three opponents they play annually. As for the rest of the conference, the other 10 opponents, it would either be every other year or two years on and two years off. I don't know. Do you like that? That doesn't, that doesn't cause you any concerns about the potential for inequity? We've seen that, we've seen that right now. We talked about how many Nebraska finally gets a break in their schedule this True. year, right? Yes. After a couple of years of but hell, you could have a team with three pretty difficult opponents annually against a team that doesn't really have three difficult opponents annually. You know, or two, or a team that just has two. Right, who, do you, who do you think in this instance Ohio State would be playing? Mich- I don't Michigan know. for sure. Yeah, would have Michigan, to be Michigan State probably, and Penn State, right? The whole through. Wow. Yeah, what's Ohio State say? They, no, you couldn't give them Penn State. You got to give them Michigan and Michigan State. You can't give them Penn State. You give them Rutgers or Maryland at that point, or maybe you give them someone from the other side. You know, the former other side. Play Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh no. How about just yeah? Play Purdue. Or play Illinois. Illinois Ohio State's a a rivalry. What do they call it? Which one? Illa. The Illa. Illa bucket or something like that. Yeah. The Illa bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You might put Illinois on that. On that. Because no. Now think about what you said. You really you're giving Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, and Penn State. <laughs> Come on, if you're Gene Smith, <laughs> they're saying, you're bring saying it on. no, 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 they're, they're saying bring no, they're it not. on, baby. They're, they're saying this is ridiculous. Yeah. Why? Why do we get that? You're trying to punish us for being so dominant. Right. Is that what you That's want? That's exactly here? what I mean. Thank you for making my point. It's all about those. If you're going to do this. As an as an AD, you're Jake the AD. You have to sell to me that that scheduling model is going to make sense. Ryan, see, this is this is the point of the question. This is from Ryan, that, very simple, on the text line. Ryan says this at 464-5685. What is the goal of the Big Ten championship? Is it to have a competitive game or to per, for sure put a team in the playoff? I, I guess it's to put a team in the playoff. That's why, in that instance, it be, makes more sense for for the top two teams to make it. I mean, you don't. I mean, you're thinking about you're thinking about your financial health here. You want a team in the fourteen playoff or whatever this playoff is going to be. This is a hard discussion to have because we don't know where that playoff is going. This is a hard discussion to have because we haven't even touched on the possibility of going to eight conference games versus the current nine. Yep, which I. That's a that's a tricky discussion too. These scheduled discussions are always tricky. If you go to eight, you know, for a while we had this discussion about the alliance, where the Big Ten would play teams from the Pac-12 or the ACC. That would be one of your non-conference games. 
in this case, one of your four non-conference games. Because if you're going to this alliance, which I think is – I think that conversation's waned considerably. I think it is, too. I think it has. But if you were going to do that, what does that look like on your schedule? If you're in Nebraska, I say this all the time – if you're Nebraska, because you are still alluring to the TV networks, you are, Nebraska is, you're not going to get out of the ACC the dregs. You're not going to get – who's the dregs of the ACC right now? I can't say Wake Forest. They're good now. Yeah. Um, Duke's pretty bad. Duke. You're not going to get tough. Duke. You're not going to get Duke if you're Nebraska. You're going to get Clemson. Um, you're going to get NC State. You're going to get somebody good because the because the network executives understand that Nebraska is still a draw. If you're playing in the Pac-12, you're not playing Washington State, Jake. It's Nebraska-USC. It's Nebraska-Washington. That's what you're getting. Nebraska-Utah. How about Nebraska-Utah? Yeah, I like that, game. Yeah, Utah. How about Nebraska-Utah? That's what you're getting because, because – those executives understand that Nebraska is still a draw despite its struggles. It, I would say this. If if the playoff does expand beyond four teams and gets to six or eight, okay, then you should keep it the way it is right now. The, okay, why? Because it, there, there's no way that a, power, that a Power 5 champion in the Big Ten is going to miss out on the playoff, no matter how big of a blowout it is against, against how good or bad the West team is. So, Mr. Athletic Director... Why are we having this discussion? Because the playoff is not guaranteed to expand right now. Why don't we just keep the divisions? We're getting a team in the playoff damn near every year. Okay? With the divisions the way they are. We're getting a team in the playoff, Jake, every year. Every year, right? Pretty much every year. Yeah, pretty much every year. So, come on, Mr. AD. Please convince me why are we ending these divisions? Is, are you just going to say because of the imbalance right now? Are, do you the, think the, the West, fans right now are clamoring for the end of division? I don't think that it, I don't think that they are. I don't think I don't sense it at all. So what are we doing? I like the divisions. I, I think it's it's the idea again. I would say this: I don't mind the divisions myself. I like for them. Nebraska again. Nebraska should not want the divisions to go away. It gives them the best chance right now to get to a conference title game. Staying in the West Division, yeah, I think no doubt about that. Versus just playing in all, you know, be the top two team in a conference. The legends and leaders were the thing out of the gate that lasted about two years. Two right? years, and yep. then it went 11 to East and 12. West. Yep. Yeah, then it went to East West, and I think you try to keep it the same way and build that, keep, keep, build on it. We we're ve- there's a familiarity that's appealing to me. We know the divisions. We know what the schedule's generally going to look like. You know, I would say, you're say, getting familiar with your with your divisional folks. If I were to say a reason why the ads might look at it, or if Kevin Warren, the, the Big Ten commissioner, is that you always want to find a way to be the best or be better, and if you are getting the same result year in year out with this East versus West title game, is that the best version of you you can be? Hold on, of your conference you can be. Hold I'm on. just I'm trying to put it out Hold there. For on. Why them. do you think it would change with no divisions? Don't you think it'd be Michigan, Ohio State at the top, Michigan, Penn right, State? Right, but at they're the top. playing for a championship though against each other. Okay, that's why. Although, like we just said earlier, I, I would not want to see Rematches. the game 2.0 or, or or Ohio State, Penn State 2.0, which might not be under with the schedule yeah. change. I you you mentioned saying. schedule inequity, right? That was the word. Mm-hmm. 
inequity. I I have not researched myself to confirm this, but this is from Jeff on the text line. He says, Iowa has not played at Ohio State since 2011. Nebraska's played at Ohio State in 2012, 2016, 2018, and 2020. How about that for schedule inequity? That's that's ridiculous. That is insane. That's ridiculous. Four times compared to – they they haven't played since Nebraska got here. Nebraska's first year is the last time that Iowa played at Ohio State, apparently. And since then, Nebraska's played there four times, Iowa zero. Yeah, I, I think if you looked, I don't think Purdue's gone to Ann Arbor since 2011. Okay, that's that's a team in your division. Nebraska will be there this year well, in Ann Arbor. Gone, and, and they've gone there, they've been there twice. They've been there twice already. Yes, they have. Since they've been in the conference. Since 2011. Yeah, one, one time and got blown out another time. <coughs> I'll double check that, but I don't think Purdue's been to Ann Arbor since 2011. Hello. I'll double check it. But uh, that's, that's called inequity. On that note, as we like to do a little uh, uh, talk like this, Joe and Boulder says uh, conspiracy talk. What do you guys come down on the conspiracy that the Big Ten has intentionally stacked Nebraska's schedule against them since joining the Big Ten? It, it seems that it's way. It's hard not to think that's the case. Well, we just pointed out that Iowa has not played at Ohio State since 2011. Nebraska's played there four times Okay, since. Purdue, I was correct. Purdue, in your division, has not played in Ann Arbor since 2011. Wow. And the earliest it could play there is 2023. Nebraska, meanwhile, has played in Ann Arbor twice in that period and is headed there again. That's a team in your division, Purdue. I, I God, It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. do I think that there's – oh, I've thought that many times. When I've seen Nebraska schedules, oh yeah, they're they're jacking Nebraska. That's that's what I. You'd have a hard time convincing me otherwise. And I think there's various reasons for it. I think, yeah, I'll just stop right there. But um, I I yeah, I think that's been the case. Sort of maybe it's like an initiation type thing. It could be that. You know, like okay, here you come, here you go. Here, here you come, and here you go. Mm-hmm. Here's what you get. See how you yeah, see how you do. Well, when, when, when does that end? It almost seems like it's been an initiation process. A ten year initiation. Well, ten years in the grand scheme is a pretty are, short. Are Maryland time. and Rutgers getting that initiation? I'd have not? to look at their schedules. They have played Ohio. I mean, they're in the same division as Ohio State. Right. That's that's enough. That's probably enough yeah. initiation as you can get. They're yeah. playing those teams every year. That's yeah. tough. Before we get to break, hey, I want to give away. Two free passes sip to Adventure Golf Center, 56th and Old Cheney. They have a new course coming in right now. They got two 18-hole courses there and the batting cages. But as by, by the end of this month in May, they will have a brand-new 18-hole course, same area. It's like real golf. But it's in... But it's outdoors. Oh, okay. They, they have par threes, fours, and fives. I played one of the holes the other day. You're still putting. It's not like you're, you're not taking a full swing. But it's a, these are long holes played like an actual par three, par four, or par five. But wait, your putter. Okay. Check it out. Oh. Yeah. Long oh, hole. Like really? With bunkers with like water. Really? Yeah. And trees. What? It's going to be really cool. One of a kind. Nothing like this in Nebraska. Oh, man. And it's going to be coming up here by the end of the month. So if you want to win... Uh, two free passes to Adventure Golf Center, 
Caller 3 right now. Gus will take your call at 402-464-5685012. Free passes to Adventure Golf Center. That sounds like, a, like it might be a good place for a date to take to take your sweetheart. Yeah, it's a, I, I love playing out there. Mini golf. Mini golf Mine's is a lot of fun. They are people jacked because people want free stuff. Check out the new course coming up. I'll, I'll, make, I'll let you know the exact day that course is open, and we'll give away more passes throughout the weeks. More next on Early Break in the Ticket.